0: and welcome to Watch the Throne. What a lovely day. This is episode 50, the
1: Letterbox Wrap-Up and Watch the Throne Reflection Episode. I'm Mike Manzi. And I'm Joey Lewandowski. I apologize, that was a mouthful. I mean, we just that talked about it, mouthful. but we've never done this before. We don't have a catchy name for it. Nope. We ranked, we both ranked. This is the first time you've ranked, I think, right? Have you gone back and ranked Cage or Keanu? Uh, I have not. No, this is the first time. So I've been ranking, I mean, I ranked... Page after the fact. I think I might have ranked Keanu No, I think I started Keanu mid midstream somewhere. Mm, okay. But watch okay. a throne I, I ranked from the beginning on Letterboxd. You can go to me slash hosts and find links to our Letterboxd through Letterbox. there from Joey and Mike's page. Yes. Or just at Soul Popped on Letterboxd and at Mikester on Letterboxd. This is
0: not brought to you by Letterboxd, by the way. No. Um, this, Joe 2 did In not fact, secure that. I pay them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and I'm, I'm going to start paying them. So
1: What we did, we ranked all of Charlize's movies. They did 46 episodes about content, mm-hmm, 45 mm-hmm. movies plus Arrested Development. So we had the 45 movies ranked on there. We're going to go through so these we lists. Do. Uh, we're going to see pretty quickly, but we'll find out. But, Mike, before. And we're also going to do some like closing thoughts because as you're listening to this, one week from today, if you're listening to it, the day comes out, will be the Chrome Teeth. Oh, that? You the still awards. have time to vote, go to cageclub.me, well, Actually, you might have time to vote, we'll I'm not say, sure, might go to open extra day. well, because we're recording, as this comes out, we're recording tonight, Right. so depending on when you're listening to this, voting may still be open. Get it in there under the wire. If you haven't voted yet, vote, 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 vote. Before we
0: get into that, though, before, Mike... Before we get down to business, we have some business? You don't know that this existed
1: yet. Nope. You're dropping the bomb on me. This is something that early on I was like, oh, I need to do something with this. Joe 2's known about this. Okay. I meant to play this at Camp Cage Club. I can't believe you told
0: Joe 2 and you haven't told me.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what other secrets are you keeping, co-founder? <laughs> you have no idea. I want to get... There's two files I need to have here. Hang on. All right. Pop quiz for you, Hot <laughs> What have you done a lot on this podcast. Impressions? Impressions! <laughs> I, as I was editing, took mm. every one of your impressions Uh-oh, and, created and spliced a sound. them back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> oh no, why would you do such a thing? Because it's incredible.
0: <laughs> so here
1: that? we go, Mike's mp 3 So I would love to see him be
0: a judge! Just it's like kind of in it, yo. Just yeah.
1: like, I'm a glorified <laughs> extra.
0: Yeah, and we got to talk about uh, Dennis Miller, babe. <laughs> Lady, there's a lot of shit going on that you don't know about. Constantinople. It's like, I'm just hoping to have it set in the 40s. That way I could get away with all my icky stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, hello. No, thank you. Pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. (laughs) I grew up on the salt of the earth and I'm an asshole because of it. (laughs) I know. Like, that's that was part of the plan Like, oh, I wanted to get captured Ah, oh, she never misses, does she? Why does this scene have to be in Who's Got Mail? Why can't it be in Atrocities in Other Country Movies? Like, I don't get it I'm gonna do that So, you know, either do that or get off my set Take me on the other side
1: <laughs> There's an impression
0: Oh, no So we had him there
1: David Lynch Yep. Sylvester Stallone, Dennis Miller. Babe. I'm like crying right now. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Downtown Clay Davis, <laughs> Jade Scorpion hypnotist. Woody Allen on that. Jason Statham, Robin Williams. The one that's sort of under the radar. Dennis Hopper as Salt of the Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scottish Huntsman Thor. <laughs> Rob Bryden, Sean Penn as director. Sean Penn in the Last Face. <laughs> and then you singing Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then you just saying, "Well, there's an impression." <laughs> That's nuts. That's nuts. No, (laughs) there's somehow I I I missed. I left one out. I don't know how it was, but you did one as James Franco as Tommy Wiseau. Oh, that I have on my computer. I just didn't make it into this thing. But why don't you find it? Just find that impression. Do it. Just do
0: it. Everyone does it.
1: I'm proud of myself in that. <laughs> I'm proud of very, myself. Oh, no, you absolutely I'm, should be. I'm a man of a thousand voices. <laughs> but, like, because that's why I even, I even brought it up to you a couple weeks ago. I was like, you haven't done impressions in a while. And then they kind of came back. But, like, there was probably. Because most of these were from the first, like, 20. Okay, okay. And then there was probably, like, 15 or 20 episodes where nothing happened, and then you had a a few toward the end.
0: See, uh, like, we got to go back into the
1: Cage era and the Keanu era. I mean, I did the Ving Rhames, the I'd Be Bangin' speech. You also Uh, did one on the clip show that I was going to pull, and I'm like, this is sort of from the original run. Yeah, yeah, I like it. The the credit that I was going to give myself is that from the first time, I was like, oh, I bet this is going to happen a lot. Let me just pull this (laughs) clip. And I was like okay cool and then Joe was like oh no I love this so I so it was the night of Camp Cage Club you had gone downstairs and it was me and Joe and I was like oh if he comes back up I need you to distract him because I, like, I meant to do it I'm like I need like three minutes to put this all together no he should have
0: come downstairs for five minutes I know, <laughs> just distracting No, it
1: was, it, it was great so we uh, so I'm glad that That's you appreciated cool. that I'm going to no, put the yeah. audio in I'll also put it at the very end of this episode if you want to hear it sort of
0: Unadulterated.
1: It's a minute, but you do like seventeen impressions in a minute. And now
0: I want everyone to go hunt on the other shows that I guest on because send me timestamps. Because like I do Chuck Heston on Foodie Films. I do uh, I do my Rocky Horror impressions on that episode. I do a couple there. You could hear my Tim Curry. Well, you said you had a surprise and you weren't kidding.
1: I'm glad that you appre i mean not that you would ever not appreciate it Well, but what was like, I
0: gonna do? like storm out of here mad like that you out of your <laughs> own house yes <laughs> no, but like tell you to leave like I can't believe you did that no, that was great. that's
1: hilarious. so I'm glad that you appreciate it. so there we go. Mike's list of impressions. And that's from just Watch a Throne. That's yeah, just, this just Watch the
0: Throne, yeah. So, gotta go dig into the, into the archives for the rest of those. I mean, I was listening to the Gangster Squad episode recently that I guessed uh-huh. on as historian. I go full-blown Nolte. I do a, a Nick Nolte impression in there that I didn't even recognize. <laughs>
1: so. so, I think before we get into the letterboxed list, let's do a quick little reflection on Watch a Throne. I mean, we've talked a lot. Oh, I, I think anybody who's listened to the show knows that this wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. That, like Keanu... Cage treated us so well, Shia treated us so well, Mm -hmm. but Keanu and Charlize both had more bad movies than we gave them credit for having. Yeah. Charlize especially because of the, the, just the inherent sexism. Gender
0: bias is just, crippling it, yeah. and you can't ignore it when you're watching movies and stuff but when you're doing a podcast like this yep. like it is just about depre- the it's a woman yes. it's so depressing Uh and you really your eyes open even wider to like the problem that it causes because it just like it just makes bad mo- wor- movies are worse when there's less women in I'm like that's to me is the bottom line like ultimately like these yeah. movies could have been so much better if like instead of Ben Affleck we had like Winona Ryder or someone. that
1: was a struggle yeah
0: wasn't expecting
1: there were some gems and we will get to those as we do our letterbox list I mean Keanu we were we were thankful that we the Keanu Club basically for Man of Tai Chi and Flying right like we watched 70 of yeah, movies discovered to some, find something two <laughs> that we really liked <laughs> well,
0: you know and and like he's he had a bunch of great moments throughout you know what I'm saying like even though they weren't memorable yeah. films they had some very memorable moments and stuff so. and plus we can now say that you know, we've
1: seen every Keanu Reeves movie or every Charlize uh, movie you know like we, food we eater
0: you know we got that great line yeah from that's from the uh, Andy Griffith oh, one no the Dennis Hopper one. Oh, where he's a hitman no no where um, they're by the river the river's edge oh and the movie's called river's edge down by the river <laughs>
1: I'm glad that we did watch the throne yeah. if only to have our eyes open because I mean we've we've talked about we've credited Jordan and Kara of the Whistle Thinking podcast another show here on the network for bringing issues to light and for changing mm-hmm. the way that we think about things but I really do think and this sounds so dumb and such a white guy straight white guy thing to say yeah. watching these movies from that perspective it's Like, oh, this is all terrible. Yeah. We were talking about Venom. Mm Mm-hmm. Venom has some questionable general politics. Yeah. A star is born. Lady Gaga is incredible. She doesn't even have a last name until she marries Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I mean... Like, it's, no. it's tough. And, like, she's the only woman in the movie. Well, you know, the movie's been made four times now. And it's know. all It's about
0: a man rescuing a woman and, like, creating and crafting her life. Like, it's never been, like, 100% great. But...
1: And what's what's good about Watch the Throne and Charlize's career is that as time went on and she became more of a star, she had more control and more say over the yes. type of character she played, the type of movie she was in, right, when yeah. she got naked, all that kind of stuff.
0: It's, then that was clearly obvious too you know like you could tell like she had more say
1: and yet you know, in these two movies we're talking about that are out as we're recording, that are probably still in theaters as this comes out in a couple of weeks. They're still today not very. And I mean, Miles Jor- <laughs> Jordan keeps saying how many more movies about straight white guys we need to see. Like, yeah. I don't fully agree with that. Like, there are there are still movies that I want to watch. How like, can you tell the Neil Armstrong the story? story? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, but Gosling and First Man. But we get it. Great. Yeah. yeah, but no, I totally agree with that. Like, it's oppressive. Like, yeah. and when it becomes. Blatantly oppressive to us the viewer, then you know like the system's broken inside and out too. Yeah. Like a kid like for these actors trying to get work, right? Like it can't it's it seems impossible.
1: I also wonder and I would like to I would like to give us the credit to saying that like we would have known it, but I wonder if these were if these were forty five great movies and a great hmm. TV show, <laughs> if we would have noticed at all, or as quickly? I think we would have noticed. Hmm. It might have taken longer. Yeah, but it would be like, oh, this movie's so good. But we've been like, oh, Charlie's didn't have much to do. But like, her character was great. But you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. but like the fact that it was combining terrible movies a lot of the time <laughs> yeah. with terrible roles and generally no other women on screen. Like we were talking about when we did our for the Chrome Teeth when we announced things. Like we didn't have a worst non charlies female category because there just weren't other women on screen that were bad, which is good in that there are no negative bad characters, performances, whatever, but yeah. there's just not performances. They're not
0: even there is the issue. Yeah, that's so, the problem. That's the bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this was definitely a a learning journey. Like, I, I don't think it would... If these were all great movies, there's no way it would have been as obvious from the jump, but it just wouldn't be either, you know what I mean? Just right. the way things are. So I'm definitely glad we did this in the long run, though, because, like, I feel... Like I learned something, you know. I learned a lot about like the industry too and and stuff. This was definitely not the easiest podcast to do.
1: And I understand that the, the next two podcasts that we're doing, which we announced I think maybe a week ago, which were Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks,
0: we've given, we've thrown ourselves a few a few softballs. Maybe. Like I
1: I realize that it's just two more straight white guys. Yeah. Uh, and that's not great, but no. it's more we want to keep doing podcasts, and we just have to start watching good movies. Like that's yeah. that's what it is. A, a big thing is
0: like we know these are going to be this is going to be an enjoyable experience. Like these are going to be movies we're looking forward to f- for the most part, ones I've I've seen that I yeah. know I'm really looking forward to. And I also feel like it's just going to create maybe like we'll get a couple like some more traffic with these bigger names, like two of the biggest names in the world. You know, we might be able to lure in a couple extra listeners. Sure. By doing that? Yeah, we just set ourselves up to have a good time coming up. Like we know we're going to have fun doing it, so hopefully that'll
1: be reflective in the show. Hopefully and i do think that what we learned on this show in terms of gender politics and gender equality in movies will be will carry on into those other oh yeah. Shows, yeah. Uh, we're just not focusing on a woman because when we pick Charlize over a handful of others, like I don't know that it's necessarily better if we did like a Tilda Swinton or if mm-hmm. we did a Scarlett Johansson. It might yeah. even be worse because I yeah. feel like Charlize is a star in the way that those two. I mean, Scarlett kind of is now, but yeah. like Tilda Swinton's not a star. I mean, she kind of maybe blazed her own path. And maybe it's different, but I feel like Charlize probably had it better. And we were joking with Jordan mm-hmm. on the Tully episode. We were yeah. like, "All it takes is being." Incredibly beautiful and a great actress, and then like dealing with shit for twenty years, and then becoming a producer and making your own movies, and then finally like you can be in movies that you want to be in, and like (laughs) it's such an impossible pipe dream, right, to become Charlize Theron, but. She did, and even though she went through terrible, terrible stuff, yeah, terrible roles, exploitative roles, mm-hmm. roles that I'm sure, you know, she's talked about how she hates, was it Reindeer Games? She hates that character, uh, hates that I, movie or I whatever. I understand that. <laughs> she had to put up with a lot of shit to get where she is, but now she's there, hopefully, and I think it's probably true, she's able to make movies with great roles for other women. So the cycle maybe continues, perpetuates in a good way, though. Um, Any other thoughts before we go to our letterboxed lists? I'm looking at my list and I I already want to switch two
0: movies. Well, you can. You can edit it. No, you know, the only other thing is, like, we're not... Our next Cinemakers is uh, we're going to be... Which might be out. No, it's probably not out by now. But we're going to be tackling um, a woman director in that series. So, you know, Jamie Heckerling. We talked about it on the yeah, last thing. Yeah. She's great. Those movies are gonna be a lot of fun to talk about. So it's not like we're abandoning we're it's not that we're never gonna talk about women film in film again, you know. It's we're gonna we're still doing that. It's yes. just our next, uh, I guess, retrospective on yeah. actors are going to be the Tom Toms. Dudes named so. Tom. <laughs> Tom Tom Club.
1: So we're going to start at the bottom of our lists on Letterboxd. You can go to letterboxd.com, L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D, letterboxd, B-O-X-D, dot com, and follow along at home, or you can just stay tuned. What I liked about the now and again countdown of the Rolling Stone Top 100 yes. is that they neither of them looked ahead. Right. Chris was reading, Nico had never seen the list, they just played along. So if you want to be surprised, if you want to spoil it, I think it's kind of obvious what the top few are going to be. Maybe not the top order, but the top few are going to be. You can, but, you know, if you want to just wait, here we go. My number 45, just because calling it a movie, I think, is generous, Hollywood Confidential. Crazy. Oh, man, that is not my
0: 45. Really? Okay.
1: My 45, and I'm sorry, The Last Face. That's my 44. Okay. I think, I mean, we talked about on the the thing we just recorded, which came out a couple weeks ago, the nominations of the Chrome Teeth. I would rather rewatch Hollywood Confidential, but I think... As a piece of cinema, mm-hmm. the last face is functional. Okay. It's bad in every regard. <laughs> but it looks nice. I mean I hear you, you. know what I mean? It's No, that's fair. That's fair. Hollywood confidentialist. Who boy. My forty four is celebrity. <laughs> okay. For uh, celebrities,
0: celebrity is my forty three. I think we're gonna have a lot of these that are really oh. close. My 43 is Curse of the Jade Scorpion. That is my 42. Wow. So 42 Hollywood Confidential.
1: For okay. So we have the same bottom four <laughs> just in a different order. Yeah. The two Woody Allen movies which Brian Rodriguez and the oh, Will oh, Summer Party Podcast are both of those.
0: The way I feel about Hollywood Confidential is yes it's made for TV It's it's hard to follow. It's, well, it's damn near incomprehensible. I mean, you have these entertainment journalists solving crimes, but it was still like this fun. It was fun. I had more fun watching it than these other three movies. Those just made me depressed. My 41, Life and Death of Peter Sellers. Ooh, close. I had that at 40. 41 is Cider House Rules for me. I had that much higher. Wow, because I just had a very well, negative you hate re- Tobey Maguire. Well, and this is the movie that I finally realized that I hate Tobey Maguire, but I just had a very negative. I couldn't follow along with the Delroy Lindo plot. Like, I just had the struggle. Cider House. Yeah, the Cider House, like the him sleeping with his dog. I just couldn't handle. I follow it. I didn't like it. For comparison's sake, I have that at
1: 25, but we'll get there oh, later. Whoa. I mean, there's <laughs> no, not I a lot of no, here. No, no, a, lot, a lot of these are <laughs> not good. Number 40, I have Sleepwalking. Okay, okay. That's where I had Peter Sellers
0: at 40. Okay. 39, Head in the Clouds. Me too. Oh, right. Head That's in the Clouds, a
1: movie that I feel like if literally <laughs> everything was different about it I could love that movie <laughs> because you know it, it reminds me in ways of Captain Curly's Mandolin because it got got Kennellby Cruz it's a yeah. time era you know there was a movie that I think I talked about on that episode I don't know if you've seen yet because I think we would have talked about it See You Up There which I saw at Fantastic Fest last year okay. which is just incredible like you can do this movie right Head in the Clouds is not no shout out Stuart Townsend Walk in the Clouds
0: I know yeah shout out Stuart Townsend this felt like two movies to me Party All Day in the first half and then Rotten Gel All Night in the second half <laughs> you know, thirty-eight a million ways to die in the West. Ooh, I had Astro Boy. Astro Boy, I have thirty-five. Astro okay. Boy, you know me in a million ways. Like that's way up on my. Well,
1: not way up, but
0: like it's yeah. Up, it's I, kind get of it. I get up it. I get it. It's just
1: it's just not funny. Just take your
0: hat off, boy. It's a dollar.
1: Thirty-seven. I feel like this might be too low, but fifteen minutes at thirty-seven. Oh, I have sleepwalking. Okay, so I had that a little bit lower. Okay, that's fair. All right. So my list here's here's the thing with the list. The list is kind of a weird. <laughs> and I it's think very that's, weird. It matters more at the top. Yeah. But it's a combination of how good is the movie, mm-hmm. how much do I like the movie, the Charlies have like a big part in it. Yes,
0: that's why Astro Boy is so low. Right, like, like yeah. I
1: like Astro... I mean, Astro Boy is not great, but as a Cage movie, it's good. If we were doing like a... whatever the kid's name is from Base Motel, Freddie Highmore, doing a Freddie Highmore podcast, it'd probably be really good. It's just as a Charlie's movie, not great. 36, Battle in Seattle.
0: Oh, I had Dark Places. Crossover to Magic wow. Mike. I had Dark Places at 33, so it's I close. I really gave... I don't even know. We'll get to where Battle in Seattle is, but it looks like it. I don't even know. Where, where is, is it? it? Hold on a second. You know where that is? It's next. It's 35. There we go. <laughs> and my 35 is Astro Boy. Okay.
1: 34 Huntsman Winter's War number two. Oh, two days in the valley for me okay I have that higher because I think I moved that up a little bit today as I was doing my final review Charlize is not I mean Charlize is good in it. it's her first like breakout role yeah compared to a lot of the other stuff yeah not as bad no 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 it's got that great fight we also watched it almost a year ago I know so I, might be, I might be misremembering it <laughs> 33, you were talked about, we talked about Dark Places, the Gillian Flynn novel. This was what made me worried to watch Sharp Objects, okay. but Sharp Objects on HBO is great. All right, gotta check this, that out. This, bad. Yes. I, 33. Reindeer Games. I have mine a little bit higher at 28. Okay. Which we'll talk about when we get there. 32, Astronaut's Wife. Oh, that's where I have Huntsman 2. Okay. Thirty one I have trapped. Okay, for the record, most of these last like five or ten. All one and a half stars out of five. No, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> thirty one trapped. The Kevin oh, Bacon movie. Oh the Kevin Bacon you
0: mean the Stuart Townsend movie? Yes. Um I put Gringo at thirty one. I have Gringo at thirty.
1: Okay. Not great. No. I have Italian job at thirty. I have Italian job at twenty seven. My twenty nine. This moved down a little bit just because she's not in it a ton. Trial and That's error. That's my twenty nine. Trial and error. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> nice. Twenty eight. Reindeer Connect. games. I said. What's your twenty eight? Uh, Fifteen minutes. All right. So still there. Twenty seven. My is my Italian job. Okay. I have Bagger Vance. Oh, I have that a little bit higher. I think okay, just because okay. I like Will Smith and Matt Damon. No, I
0: understand. I get it. Twenty six. Two days in the valley. Uh, Snow White one. Snow White. in oh, the I have one. I think I thought really high. Really, I think so because she's really uh, good. Yeah, I know that might be too low, but I, I, whatever. It's too late now.
1: Twenty-five. This is the biggest discrepancy that we have so far. Twenty-five. Cider House rules. No, I have trapped there. Twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. My twenty-four. Ian
0: Flux. Yeah, this is wait a million ways to die in the West at twenty-four. It's okay. It's you know
1: <laughs> I'm a, I like the Western. It's not your fault. Just like Robin Williams in. Uh, oh, good, Will and hunting. good Will hunting. It's not my not fault. Your fault. Twenty-three. Again, this is the fact that this is this high, is just a sign of what we had below it. Sweet November. Wow, I have that much higher. I have Astronaut's Wife at 23. Okay. That's my 22, worst. maybe in your top five, Children in the corner
0: of the Corn 3. <laughs> it's, I, it's not quite my top five, but it's way up there. I had the Burning
1: Plane there. Okay. What burning is Plane it? is my 21. Oh, yep. Okay. that's I have Eon Flux at 21. Okay. 20, I have Bagger Vance, so it's not super high, right. but
0: I think it's... We're in the same zone I here. I think it's a
1: well-made movie. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, Charlie's not in it a lot, and it's kind of, it's that magical Negro, white savior, yeah. not great thing. And
0: then, does he die at the end? Was it all a... Yeah. Uh, I have Sweet November at 20.
1: Okay, so not much higher. we it right there, 20 yeah. 20, yep. Uh, 19, I have Back to Back here, Will Smith, Hancock at, oh. at 19.
0: Okay, I had him a little higher. I have North Country
1: there at 19, okay. a little Hawkeye. Getting too rough with Charlize at work. 18, again, probably in your top five, Mighty Joe Young. (laughs) Close, close.
0: But uh, you'll be surprised that this might have made it this high up on my list I have waking up in Reno at 18. Okay. Yeah, pretty respectable position in the top 20. Not bad, considering how vitriolic you were on that episode. So, do you want to know what happened that day? Uh, The day we recorded that, it was a major snowstorm, and the power went out in my house three times. Yeah, I wasn't in the greatest mood, so it just sort of amplified everything that was feeling bad that
1: day. I get it. Me and Holly Gore, not mad Holly Gore there, defensive, like assistive Holly Gore, me me and her, she and I defended that one. 17, I have Snow White and the Huntsman, which is a little bit lower. I have have Fate of the Furious I have Fate of the Furious next. Again, that's one. My review this time around was somewhere outside of Havana... (laughs) the Stockholm Syndrome began to set it like just like sort of like the beginning of here a little bit the first line is like somewhere outside of Vegas the drugs began to take Mm -hmm, hold or whatever mm -hmm. like I've seen this movie now three or four times and I've seen this movie I think four times three times in the last four months I don't you're, like it, but I'm but getting to the point where I'm like, you're in backcountry.
0: Yes, yeah, I am in backcountry. <laughs> so it's kind of cool how like if we don't have them at the same spot, they're within sort of like the yep. same realm. I have Hancock at 16.
1: It isn't unexpected because for the most part, we've been outside of like mm-hmm. the Bad Batch, which I like, but you love. I love. And outside of Breaking Up Arena, Reno, which you've come around a little bit, a bit on. Right, but that's your like, baby we've been, right there. For the most part, in sync with like the hundreds of movies that we've seen, <laughs> which is still baffling to me 15 <laughs> prometheus oh me too That's there the we go
0: Third be matched on
1: 14, this is probably higher on your list, Men of Honor.
0: Yeah, it's much higher on my list. That's where I put Devil's Advocate. So
1: here, that one and the next three, so these four in a row, are movies that I think that I really like or I think are good movies that she's not in a ton. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to do all four in a row real quick. 14, Men of Honor, 13, The Road. I had 13, The Road. 12, That Thing You Do. Okay. 11, Devil's Advocate, where it's all like, I like those movies, I like talking about those movies, I would rewatch any of them. I just don't think, on a Charlize Theron list, it also, it also, to me, where I was like, okay, if I'm going to say that the top ten Charlize Theron movies are these ten movies. I hear you. I don't want to have a movie like That Thing You Do, which I love as a movie that yeah. she's in. I mean, the Charlize cut, she's in a bunch of it. But, like, in the regular cut, she's in, like, two scenes of You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, I hear you. So, Men of Honor, The Road, That Thing You Do, Devil's Advocate, 14, 13, 12, 11. So, what were your, what were your four there?
0: Okay. So, I actually do have That Thing You Do in my top ten. Okay. right now because I didn't gauge it the same way. No, fine. There's no right or wrong. There. 13, The Road. We matched on 12, Children of the Corn 3. Okay. Uh, and then 11, Mighty Joe Young. There we go. So, you know, I couldn't quite crack the top 10 with them, although maybe if I had to switch one or two around, I'd swap Mighty Joe Young with That Thing You Do. But as it is now, I'm leaving it. I'm going to call that the uh, Charlie's Extra Long, Hanks' character's gay cut of That Thing You Do. Is the one that I ranked.
1: That's why it's that's nine, fair. because there's way more Charlize. So in our top 10, if I did my math right, I think we have eight of the same top 10. Okay. My number 10 is when you had lower North Country. All right. Just because I thought that was yeah. one, I don't think it's necessarily a great movie. I think she's great in it, though, and it's a serious movie, and mm-hmm. that's one of the ones that's more, you know, I'm, I'm into.
0: My 10 is Monster. That's my number nine. Um, okay. It's great and amazing, but, like, I've seen it twice, and I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> I saw it once, and I'm never going to watch
1: it again. I watched it once in school, so I was like, uh. She won an Oscar for it for good reason. It just, yeah.
0: I'm good. Uh-huh. All right, so number nine. Yep. That thing you do. That's okay. why I had
1: that. Number eight, near Masterpiece, The Yards. Oh, interesting. I put that seven. Okay. For eight, I had Kubo. Okay, I have Kubo at six. I have Kubo a little bit higher. I okay. gave Kubo. Kubo is one of only three movies on the list I gave like five stars to. But I just think that in terms of her role in it, it's not as much as the ones above it. You know what I mean? Right, so right. Nine, you said you had. N- nine, that thing you do. Eight, eight, you had Kubo. Kubo. I had the yards. So number seven in the Valley of Ella. And that's where I had
0: the yards, number seven. Okay. Uh, number six. six. I said I had Kubo. Okay, Men of Honor. I okay. mean, I know she's barely in it. <laughs> But, like, it's one of the movies I feel like I discovered
1: while watching Watch
0: the Throne. I don't care how little she's in it, because I just love that movie for some reason.
1: Number five, it's the only other one that we have different in our top ten. You know what it is. I have to keep it in the top five. Waking Up in Reno. All righty. It's... That's totally cool.
0: I have In the Valley of Ella at number five. Okay. Because, like, my top five, I feel, are, like, legit, like, her five best
1: movies. So, we have the same top four. Different orders, maybe, but same top okay. four. Okay. Number four. Tully. Young adult. Number three. three young adult. Tully. There we go. <laughs> number two. Now, number two, I I think I saw your list. We, uh, we, do, we do have a flip-flop. Oh. I think. Number two, Atomic Blonde. Uh, okay, I have Mad Max, Fury Road. And number one, Mad Max. I just and think... I Atomic Blonde. Blonde. That's one where I'm like, oh, no, Mad Max is a perfect movie. See.
0: I think what it is for me is I've seen Atomic Blonde less,
1: right? Like, I watched the hell out of Fury Road,
0: so it just felt more fresh to me, this viewing. But, like, yeah, those number
1: three and four could go back and forth, and then number one and two could totally go back and forth. But I think, you know, the fact that we have the same top four, I think, is telling. The same top two two is telling. Waking Up in Reno, you came around (laughs) on a little bit. It's totally fine. But I think that the the biggest ones that we're different on, Waking Up in Reno, Mm -hmm. North Country, sort of. That thing you do a little bit, not Mind, quite. Mighty Joe Young. Men of Honor, Mighty Joe Young, <laughs> Children of the Corn 3. So, like a handful, yeah. And
0: then the, those, obviously, Children of the Corn 3, I have an affinity for. It's a part three, sure. and it's a horror thing. And I would love to put that out, like, on my feed. I'd like the one-year anniversary
1: and be like, this is the Genesis. We're closing it it. on it two, the less than two months now. Actually, when this comes out, it's about a month Oh, no, now. but my show started in March, so... Oh, on the one-year anniversary of your show. Yeah, yeah. put out okay. the,
0: uh, the Children of the Corn 3 episode gotcha. on that. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know. No, yeah, and then Mighty Joe Young and just, like, I me and giant animal movies and stuff. I just loved it.
1: This was actually pretty fun. I think if you yeah. take the time to... Rank Cage or Keanu? Okay, we could just do a special episode of that. Just you know, would, count them down.
0: Okay, I mean that that's giving me incentive. You there know, you go.
1: I, I will go get get on that. Cool. But do you have any other thoughts about Watch the Throne? I mean, we're gonna still we have one episode mm-hmm. to record left, which is the only episode that we have not released yet. As you're hearing this, which is the Chrome Teeth themselves, <laughs> yes. which we're recording soon with Amelia from Australia, and then we're gonna put it out on I think November sixteenth. Is, that a, is the day that that comes out. I'll probably reiterate this later on, but, like, I just think it is
0: great that we've actually reached people around the world yeah. in, like, Italy and Australia and, and Europe and London, and, like, that, to me, makes this all feel pretty successful. Like, I feel like this is a success... Because we didn't set out to do any of that. We just wanted to sure. discuss movies with each other. And the fact that people out there enjoy this is just like makes me feel amazing. So I mean, that's we've just made, really great.
1: We've made no qualms about saying we're doing this for us, but the fact that anybody listens, thank you. I yes. mean, it's just, it's cool. We, we've reached a point where, like, when we, when we started Cage Club, we've talked about this maybe some, like, recently on something, or maybe this was off mic. When we started Cage Club, we're like, oh, there's a couple other Cage, Nicholas Cage podcasts. I don't know if we should, like, we're still going to do it, but, like, oh, we got it. And now we're mm-hmm. just like, I don't care. Like, right. just, we're now just going to do it.
0: whatever we want to do. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, I mean that's all that really matters. So thank you for listening. We have one more episode of Watch a Throne next week, The Chrome Teeth. If the voting is still open, go to Cage Club, I mean vote. We will tally the votes, come back next week, report the winners. Yes. And then tally. we will of course be back when Charlize has more movies to come out, you know, right. Adams Family, Florsky, mm-hmm. uh, fair uh, and
0: balanced. Wait, the one about some news movie was just the Anna Purna one was just canceled. Fair and
1: Mouse was canceled? <laughs> yeah,
0: like two days before it was going into production, because I was listening on the radio, and it was listing the stacked cast that has to look for new work, and I heard Charlize's name, and I was like, oh no, uh, and everyone's trying to figure out what's going on with Annapurna Pictures, uh, what's happening?
1: Roger Ailes movie no longer in works at Annapurna. Others start with the Resuscitate Project. Okay, good.
0: And apparently Atomic Bond 2 is on IMDb somewhere, so like they're working oh, yes. on making mm-hmm. that, so Awesome.
1: Apparently, it was just becoming too expensive, and that they uh, to make it the way that the filmmakers wanted to make it, uh, they had to make more money or whatever. So, Annapurna, is smaller. I mean, Annapurna makes great movies, but yeah, smaller studio. Right. Yeah. That's a big budget. So, anyway, go to cageclub.me, facebook.com/cageclub, and at pod on Twitter and Instagram. Email us watch at cageclub.me. Thanks again for listening. Come back in one week for the Chrome Teeth, the best and the worst of what Charlie Theron and Watch the Throne have to offer. Maybe some spoilers in this episode about what we might pick as best film, best role. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But come back listen, in a week. If you listen closely, remember, vote Candy Kirkendall best role <laughs> waking up in Reno. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Stuart Tess I mean, and I'm Mike Manzi. Oh <laughs> and we will see you next week for the Chrome Teeth right here on Watch the Throne.
0: I would love to see him be a judge. It's, like it's kind of in it, yo. I'm, just, yeah. <laughs> I'm a glorified extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we got to talk about uh, Dennis Miller, babe. Baby face. Lady, there's a lot of shit going on that you don't know about. Constantinople. It's like, I'm just I'm hoping to have it set in the 40s. That way I could get away with all my icky stuff. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. Oh, hello. No, thank you. Pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> I grew up on the salt of the earth and I'm an asshole because of it. And I know. Like, that's, that was part of the plan. Like, I, I wanted to get captured. Ah, oh, she never misses, does she? Why does this scene have to be in Who's Got Mail? Why can't it be in Atrocities, another country movie? Like, I don't get it. I'm gonna do that. So, you know, either do that or get off my set. Take me on the other side. <laughs> There's an impression.